is Adidas quietly having a better year than Nike? We're getting into that this week on Fire Footwear. Welcome back to Fire Footwear, everybody. As always, this is your host, Matt Freights. I want to welcome you if this is your first time, and I want to thank you if this is not your first time. Actually, I want to thank you no matter how many times it is that you have listened or watched this show, whether it's in podcasts or whether it's on YouTube. Adidas, have they quietly had a better year than Nike? I think that many people, when first hearing that question, would say, what are you talking about? That is a crazy concept. Why do I bring this up? Well, last week, I talked about sneaker culture behavior. And really what it came down to was why people get into the culture. What are reasons why they buy sneakers? And one of the things that I failed to mention was brand loyalty. And maybe that comes from just a love of sneakers, like I mentioned, but I think brand loyalty is a little different. No matter how many times people try to convince you, people are loyal to their brands. They are either Adidas people, Nike people, whatever it is. You're either Coke or you're Pepsi. Many times you're not both. But I think when it comes to Adidas, people don't see them as a juggernaut. They don't see them as a powerhouse. And I'm sure even on this show, I have probably not given them the credit for what they have done throughout the history of their company. Now, way, way, way back when this show was called Sneaker Love, I did an episode that really chronicled a very, very brief history of that company. And it dates back a long, long time. It predates Nike by decades. And they were a different company back in the day. They focused more on athletes. And now they do focus on athletics, but I think they are also a staple in the culture. Now, Yeezy had a lot to do with that. Kanye West helped keep Adidas buoyant and really propelled them to be the 1A and 1B with Nike and Jordan brand. But Adidas recently made the news because their CEO fired shots at Phil Knight and at Nike by basically saying, look out in 2024, we have a lot of things coming down the pipeline. And I think that that is a cute way of saying, don't sleep on us. And I'm here to tell you that I don't think you should sleep on Adidas. Now, I do think that there are fundamental differences between Adidas, Nike, and Jordan brand. And I think what it ends up ultimately coming down to is the fact that I think many people associate sneakers with Jordans and Nikes because of Michael Jordan. People are going to buy shoes because it is an Air Jordan. You notice, though, that people are not necessarily going to buy an Air Max just because it's an Air Max. It's not related to Michael Jordan. It's not related to somebody who has any type of clout in this industry. And that's something that I think Adidas ran into when they thought by just putting Beyonce's name on it, it was somehow going to sell because Beyonce's name was on it. The thing is, the Air Jordans sell because they are the Air Jordans. Whether Michael Jordan is alive or dead is really meaningless to a lot of young people who are in the culture. The fact that the Air Jordan 1 is a recognizable silhouette and has been recognizable for 40 years is the reason why people like Travis Scott are able to traffic in that market. But what you find now is that Adidas is trying to reinvent themselves. And how are they trying to reinvent themselves? Well, they've had a very, very quiet baller year from a lot of different perspectives. And if you think about it from the standards of, well, hype, maybe they haven't had the kind of releases and maybe they haven't had the kind of year that you think that they maybe should have, but they've really had a great year. So much so that the Adidas Samba is actually voted the sneaker of the year. And I mean the silhouette of the year. Many people don't even realize that it's become the it shoe for everyday wear. 
It's not only an issue for sneaker culture, it's an issue for celebrities. It's an issue with females very dominantly. And that is very, very important because sneaker culture doesn't have enough of a female presence, in my opinion. The Samba has dated back to 1949 when it first released, and it has had different moments along the timeline. In the 80s and 90s, for me, it was known as an indoor soccer shoe, and it was predominantly used as such. Now, people want to collaborate on the Samba to the point that there are so many different GR colorways of the Samba that are available now. And these colorways are absolute fire. They look like collaborations. They're what, $100, $110? It's very affordable, it's very available, which is one of the things that I talked about as to why people participate in sneakers, and that makes it a very, very hot commodity because it's something you can get your hands on. But then when you add collaborators, and we're talking about some pretty big names here, Wales Bonner, Kith, Pharrell, these are unrecognizable names that people know. They're trying to get in on the hotness of the Samba. And Adidas has had this hotness now for almost 18 months. If you really think about it, a shoe that kind of re-emerges on the scene doesn't get that kind of a runway. New Balance has had another great year, don't get me wrong, but there's not one silhouette that New Balance has that really carries the market. Every time there is a resurgence for New Balance, it's one silhouette versus another. Whereas the Samba has had a good 18 months of being the it shoe on the streets and just about everywhere. And I think that that's really, really undersold in terms of the kind of year that Adidas has had. The other aspect of what Adidas has been doing is the emergence of Bad Bunny. Now, Bad Bunny is an international superstar, megastar all over the world. And he has done so as a hip hop star but he has added his design elements now to the sneaker game, and you couple that with the fact that he has become a legitimate superstar in WWE, he has been killing it. I actually think that he has out-Travis Scotted Travis Scott this year. And actually for the last two years, if you look at his form low buckles, if you look at his campuses, there are so many colorways that have come out that are just amazing. They're simple, they're not extravagant, but people are buying them very, very quickly. They're very, very sought after, and they're one of the rare shoes now that are going for high prices on the resale market. That matters, and that matters because that means that Adidas actually has some clout in the industry right now when it comes to non-athletic wear. In the last few years, Adidas acquired Jerry Lorenzo. I did an episode on him a few months back, probably earlier in 2023, talking about his fear of God line. And I talked about the fact that he had a vision, and that vision was not what sneaker culture wanted, it's what he wanted. Well, they finally unveiled the fear of God pack, and that is going to sell out like crazy. People are gonna eat that stuff up. Even though the price points are high and people are complaining about it, people are going to eat it up. So Adidas is now going to have, I wanna say, almost a new Yeezy on their hands. The vision that Jerry Lorenzo has is a little bit different from Kanye, but overall, I think it's that designer mind frame where he's going for something that's a little bit elevated from your traditional sneaker game. He's not trying to make an Air Jordan. He's trying to make a Jerry Lorenzo-specific shoe, what is in his mind. And people that want that are going to seek it out. And that is a huge feather in the cap for Adidas, not just for this year, but I think for years to come, because I think that could be a very, very successful campaign going forward. And Adidas is gonna continue to count their money all the way to the bank because of the sales from that line. Another thing that quietly happened this year was Edison Chen of Klot leaving Nike and going to Adidas. There have been so many Klot releases over the years that have been very, very popular. And now he's taking all of that history, he's taking all of the clout that he has built from the success that he has had with the shoes that he's come out with with Nike, and he's now gonna take that to Adidas. Is that going to be able to translate? That remains to be seen, but what we do know is that he is a name that people recognize in the culture, and now you're getting an international presence with Adidas when it comes to sneaker culture specifically. 
that's a huge get for them. And I think you're going to see them reaping the benefits of that. So another feather in the cap for Adidas. We're talking about Bad Bunny, Jerry Lorenzo, Edison Chen, the Samba. All of these things have added to the fact that Adidas does have a lot to point at and look at Nike and say, watch out, we're coming for you. Nike and Jordan Brent have been killing it in the NBA with PEs for NBA players. And now Adidas is getting in with the Anthony Edwards. And the Anthony Edwards shoe, maybe it's not necessarily going to wow everybody right away. But one of the things that I think they did right is give a shoe to a player that is not only excellent, but is brash, is brazen. And he got into it with KD recently talking about how KD needed to come over the other side of the fence and try his shoes. KD responded in kind. And Adidas got into that in what is now a deleted tweet on X, basically telling KD, you're finna retire soon anyway. That's basically what they said. And it sounds really awkward coming from me, but that's basically what was said to KD. That's Adidas getting in and saying, we're here. So they have a lot to look forward to. They have a lot to look back on in 2023 that really should get your attention. And they have gotten my attention. Don't forget, they also have Lionel Messi, who is still the most popular football player on the planet, in their line. They've now come out with the Inter-Miami shoes, and those are probably not going to sell super, super well, but the fact that they have Messi behind some products is a big deal. Adidas has a lot going for them, and I think if you take off the blinders of Nike and Jordan brand, you're going to see that Adidas does have a reason that they can look at Nike and say, we're coming for you, watch out. The only thing that I think Adidas has had to worry about has been their revenue. They haven't looked as good as people have anticipated. And one of the reasons that people are pointing to is the fact that they no longer have Yeezy to point to and say, that is our cash cow. Well, they have decided not to sell the rest of the Yeezy inventory. Don't forget, earlier this year, they did release a small portion of that inventory, but they've decided not to. They're going to write it off. It's something like $320 million. To me, I think that that is a good thing because I think by living in the past and staying with Yeezy as long as possible, they're not able to move forward. And while many people, myself included, actually thought that Yeezy not being with the brand was a bad thing, what I do think is that they can now move forward, a clean break, and they can become their own monster, their own entity. And so I think that getting away from Yeezy and focusing on these new avenues that they have with the people that I have mentioned is going to make Adidas a real force in 2024. And we may be talking about this in 26, 27, and 28 as Nike and Jordan brand come down because of their lack of innovation. And all of a sudden, Adidas may be a little bit of a step ahead of them. And that's really what you want to see in the sneaker game. You want to see these companies competing with each other. You want to see that because we want more choices. We want more availability. It doesn't mean that the sneaker game is going to come back the way that it once was. It's probably never going to again. But the point is, we want choices. We want competition. And that means that we, the sneaker consumer, will win in the end because we are given as many choices as we want. And now, the release of the week. Release of the week, where I like to present you a shoe that has caught my eye. It's not always hype. This time it may be kind of borders on hype, but it's just a shoe that I want you to know about. The Air Jordan 11. It's a very, very popular shoe in the lineage of Air Jordans. It's a shoe that I think is probably the second most popular Air Jordan of all time. Some people may disagree with me on that, but I think every time there is an Air Jordan 11 release, just about, it sells out. It is very popular. And the release of the week this week are the Air Jordan 11 Gratitudes. Now, they come from the DNP pack from way, way back in the day. 
but they're releasing just the Air Jordan 11s. This is a nice looking shoe. It's very clean with some patent leather. It differs a little bit from the original release back in 2006. So if you want it, it's going to be available. It's gonna be out on December 9th. I believe they retail for 225. The price of shoes continues to go up incrementally. People keep paying these prices, so they're gonna keep doing it. It's a hefty price to pay, but if you love Jordan 11s, this is the time for you. So Adidas, did you realize that they had the kind of year that they had? Do you think that the year that they had warrants them having that much bravado in front of Nike? Get in touch with the show, Instagram, at FireFootwearPod. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your comments on the show, hear your comments on the episode, whatever it is you want to talk to me about, that is the best place to get in touch with me. On Facebook, Fire Footwear, a sneaker podcast is what you would search. On TikTok, at FireFootwearPod, if you want to see some interesting reels from the YouTube version of this show. If you are listening in audio, a big thank you to you. If you want to see this face, go to YouTube and search Fire Footwear, a sneaker channel. Don't forget, if you do that, to hit like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. And of course, the Maddie Ice Media Network, MattyIceMedia.com for not only this show, Iceman and Coach, Political Football, and The Manual. I hope that this finds you well, fam. I hope that this finds you safe. And I will talk to you next week as we get into Sneaker of the Year and some Christmas shoes. This is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.